You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekoeme. Father, we lift our hearts once again and our voices to give you the praise that is due your name. Thank you. Thank you for your mercies are new every waking morning. To you alone be the praise and the glory. It's a good place to clap and give the Lord praise. Come on, saints. Let's give him praise. Not you, not your neighbor. Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you have your Bible this beautiful morning still standing in honor of Jesus, please be kind to turn to two portions of scripture. Genesis 26, 18 and 19, and in addition for this Sunday morning, 2 Chronicles 7, 14 and 15. Genesis 2, 6, 18 to 19, and 2 Chronicles 7, 14 to 15. Genesis 26, let's read together. And Isaac digged again the wells of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham, his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham, and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. Second Chronicles 7, 14 to 15, this time around the new living translation NLT then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. Mm. There are three conditions given for believers. Number one, humility. If only they will humble themselves. Number two, prayer. Mm. If only they will pray. Number three, Turn. The word turn is to repent. If only they will turn from the wicked ways, God gives a guarantee that he will do two things in a response. Number one, he will hear. He will forgive as he hears, but also he will heal their land. For the Simon this morning, Redigging the wells of revival, part number four. True repentance, the foundation for genuine and lasting revival. 
true repentance the foundation for genuine and lasting revival. Father, thank you for blessing the reading of your word. I beseech you again to bless the teaching and perhaps the preaching of the word. I take my place behind the cross as I decrease. Let your voice sound through my vocal cords. Move every man, woman, boy, and girl in this room and the multitudes logging onto this holy altar in the nation from where we are to where you reserve for us in a place called destiny. We'll vast always to give you alone the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a victorious amen. All right, you may be seated in God's wonderful presence. We are in the part four of our ongoing series, Redigging the Wells of Revival. In part number one, we saw what we titled, or I titled, Redigging the Wells of Revival through prayer. Part number two last Sunday, titled, Activating the Given Grace. And for those who heeded to the call of the Holy Ghost, and to my humble call to be a part of a Revival What Night, the part three was titled, Releasing the Given Grace. After I was done with teaching, one of my associate pastors said to me, Man of God, uh, what you preach, bless me, but it looks like it's a Sunday morning message. And I said, well, you know, I, I don't know how to categorize what I preach when I preach. I don't save the best for a Sunday. When my heart is full, it comes forth. Whether there are two or three or ten or thousands, that's the word for the hour. So I want to encourage you, beloved, to do the needful to endeavor to go back and hear these several teachings. They are available online. Get a CD as your own copy. It will bless you tremendously. We have been looking at this all-important subject of revival. And you will imagine that a church that is named Revival House of Glory International Church and a ministry named Horn of Revival Ministry will at least know a thing or two about revival. It really is the core message of this mandate. I believe that we are not only to understand what revival is as members of this greenhouse, but we are also to go on to do the needful to endeavor that our lives are revived, set ablaze with the fire of the Holy Ghost, burning for Jesus, just like the burning bush that was burning in Exodus 3, and Moses turned aside to see the burning bush that was burning and not consumed. God desires for your life, for my life, to burn for him with such great passion that men around you will turn aside to see your life burn for Jesus on fire, for fire, by fire of the Holy Ghost. Mm. John the Baptist said, I baptize you with water unto repentance, but there's one coming amongst you who will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Fire of the Holy Ghost. There is a dimension of the Holy Ghost that is simply fire. Come I'm yet to see a burning pot 
that flies were able to perch on the burning pot. You have to see it. You probably will not see it yourself. Why? Something about fire that wards of evil. Fire. <laughs> Saints, your ministry or your business does not need as much advertisement as you think it needs. What you need is to catch fire. Kondayata kabaka. A wise preacher said of old, Hey, Lord, set me ablaze. Let men come and see me burn for Jesus. You're a part of a house of revival. Your life ought to be ablaze. Your life should be ablaze. Your life, my life, must be ablaze for Jesus in this day and age. Hmm. Saints, I want to be very honest to you this morning. One of my greatest testimonies is to hear a brother or sister say, I walked into Rogic three months ago, six months ago. My spiritual walk was at a low ebb. But as I sat under the teachings, I sat under the atmosphere of God's presence, I began to lift my head from sin, from weakness, from debauchery, from all kinds of things. And today, my taste bud have changed. Man! I, 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 can, I can pay for that literally. You know why? It's another reminder that the mandate is speaking in somebody's life. That the reason for my being is working in somebody's life. I, I admire the testimony of a new house, a new car, miracle, breakthroughs, wonderful. But really, what flicks my switch is that your spiritual life got a boost because you came under the house of Rogic and under the house of home. That gladdens my heart. Praise God. Praise God. On the contrary, to be honest with you this morning, one of my greatest pains in ministry, serving as your pastor, is to watch believers sit under the same teaching as others sat under. Attend the same church services as others who testified of revival life, yet there seems little or nothing to show in their lives. It's quite disheartening, quite discouraging, quite painful, I must say. Mm. It's not that the mandate is not speaking because somebody's changing. Somebody's being transformed. Somebody's being lifted under the same atmosphere. It must be that the results of people have had to do with their personal choices and decisions. Beloved, life is not a matter of luck or chance. The life results are a consequence of your choices and your decisions. So it's okay to be in church for these many months and years, but if you fail to be in touch with the sound revival, there'll be not much change in your life. Same church, same people, same pastor, same associates, same leaders, same you. But the church, it made me the difference. Ah, yeah, yeah. Beloved, the truth is, you nor I 
will have absolutely no one to blame. If God brought you under this apostolic covering and house, with the teachers were blessed here, with the presence stayed on the altar, and then we fail to transform under the atmosphere, you can't blame anybody but you or me. I blame me, you blame you. You know why? It's one thing for someone to take a donkey to the riverbank. It's another thing for you to compel the donkey to drink water. It's one thing for somebody to put food upon your table. It's the other for somebody to make you eat the food. <laughs> I've been married for almost 24 years. Except in our wedding, we exchange cake, you know, feed your husband, feed your wife, you know. Uh, oh, we just want to show intimacy. Uh, in those years, seldom will I want to eat. I say, honey, help me to eat. Eat for me. I eat for you. No, sir. <laughs> Every man must eat for himself. <laughs> Am I correct? Yeah. The meal is set. <laughs> the Lord said, I prepare a table before you. I will not eat for you. The table is set. Oh my God, I feel him all over me. The table is set. You are in a house of revival. The blind can see it. The deaf can hear it. Why are you not revived? Your choices. Your decisions. <sighs> Beloved, I want to help you this Sunday morning. As long as you perceive your pastor to be a friend only. He should be your friend, not your enemy. The result of his ministry to you will be the result of a friend to friend. Sir, so, it's true. It is true. I preach and I subscribe. Don't sit under a ministry you don't honor the man of God. You waste your time you will likely waste his time as far as your life is concerned. Get somewhere you honor the man of God. There. <laughs> there are battles you will face. You will need a hookup. A hookup. I fought battles. I needed a hookup. I called fathers to join me to fight and I was out. You need a hookup. That hookup will work if you regard the man of God or the woman of God. <laughs> Second Chronicles 2020, a classic scripture. Believe the Lord your God. Wonderful, we know that. You'll be born again, heaven bound, as it were. You'll be established. But it says, I have a system that your prosperity. Now, the word prosperity is not about money only. It means advancement. Duty, your advancement. Dan Ezra, your advancement. Lady Deborah, your advancement. 
Amen. Your advancement. Your advancement is somewhere. It's in the mouth of his sent one to you. I didn't write it. It's there. Believe his prophet sent to you. So shall you prosper. So your advancement, your success, your prosperity is tied to believing, not a man. No, 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 no. I'm not who I'm, I'm thinking. No, no, no. Believing the word of God in the mouth of a man. Sir, it is so. I see it reflecting in lives in this house. Those who really, really, sincerely honor the man, the man of God, the man honor, the honor God has placed. Weeks ago, my dear friend and younger brother, Apostle Selman, preached insightfully on the subject of honor, classic teaching. Amazing teaching. I haven't heard it preached that way before in my life, honestly. Clear cut teaching. And clearly, you see that honor is a shortcut to where you're going to. Stop struggling. God has sent people with packages for you. Stop struggling. Stop struggling. Don't reinvent the wheel. Use the wheel. Reinvent it. The Bible declares, by a prophet sent. Israel was delivered from the land of bondage. I didn't write it there. It's the Bible. By a prophet, Israel was preserved. <laughs> You see, it's not shouting that you're a prophet or you're an apostle that makes it one. No. It's by declaring and God honors your simple declaration. Not titles. <laughs> by declaring that we are embarking on a building project that you will not be stressed. And it is so. Uh, no, no, that's something there. No, no, that's something there. I've never in all my life as a pastor been involved in a building project that is simply stressless to the entire church. The land was bought, acquired before it was announced. Why? Where? How? <laughs> it's only one example. The Bible declares in Hebrews 13, 17. Obey your spiritual leaders. Not your friends, not your uncles, not your auntie. No, sir. Not your wife, husband. No, no. In this case, obey your spiritual leaders, NLT. And do what they say. <laughs> Their work is to watch over your souls. And they are accountable to God. This is fearsome. Accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy. And not with sorrow. Don't make the work any harder. By rebellion. By feeling you've arrived. When you're still on the way. We're all on the way. You may feel your little dollars makes you arrive. You have not arrived. No, sir. No, sir. Come off your high horse. You may be a millionaire. Come down. You're a child of God. You're a billionaire. Come down. Let that money destroy you. 
No, sir. He's committed to raising the humble. And he's committed to fighting the proud. He resisted the proud. Do you want God to be your enemy? Don't be proud. <laughs> People have been rich, became poor overnight. Don't brag about it. Don't assume you're overripe. You have so much that in your lifetime, no, 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 no. The devil is a bad devil. Bad devil. Some of you, your parents once were big men. But at some point, something happened. You couldn't even eat your families. What happened? The devil hits. He's a bad devil. Don't brag where you are. No, sir. We stand by grace. Oh, God. I don't brag. I'm, I'm, I'm a bishop. No, 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 no. no. Listen, call me, evil, call me bro good heart. I love it. It's grace, sir. It's grace. I stand by grace. Paul said, I am what I am by God's grace. I am standing by grace. There's a grace of election. Election of grace. <laughs> you can't play hookup to a minister you don't sincerely honor. And you, you may claim you honor, you only honor when you obey. Tony, D.O.D. You obey who you honor, what you honor. I didn't write this. There is Bible. Hebrews 13, 17. <laughs> Come on, get there, get there, by When simple instructions are given, please honor it. Come to a particular meeting, honor it. Embark on three day, end of a month fast, honor it. Join GPP and pray. Honor it. You may dishonor it repetitively and assume you got free. <laughs> they, God forbid, there will come a point in time where it's not crying wolf wolf. Listen, it's a real wolf there. It's about to eat you up. Listen. People's preservation is under obedience. The Bible declares, he or she that breaks the hedge, the serpent shall bite. This is not my, my topic, but I think the Lord is moving me somewhere. You can't puncture the umbrella sent to cover you and rain upon you. Write these things down. You cannot. Revival is here again. The only way that Noah was able to build an ark of safety successfully is by following instructions to the detail. Gopher wood, this one, this one, dimension. I mean, precise measurements given by God. You think God was confused by giving measurements? No, sir. Obedience will keep you from destruction. Uh, has he arrived? You know that's not the case. I'm only helping somebody who wants to be helped. Listen. It is true, my sister, my brother, that virtue flows in the direction of honor. What you don't honor, you can't get the virtue. 
I'm teaching you how to maximize an apostolic ministry. How to make the best of a prophetic ministry. I know people have manipulated, abused these privileges. But I think by God's grace, I have served you for almost five years. The taste of the pudding is in eating. Even David said in, in, in Psalm 34 verse 8, Oh, taste and see that what? The Lord is good. I think you've tasted a bit and see that there is a sincerity of heart of the leadership, not just leader, leadership of this house. We mean well. We are sincere. We may be sincerely wrong, but we mean well for you. Because we know we'll stand to give an account. I don't know that every other preacher in the world can declare they mean well. Some are Jan Grover Christians. Some are out for business. Some are there for whatever reason. But we are sincere. May not be perfect, we're sincere. So why will you not place the requisite honor to obey? You may think I'm taking longer than necessary to make one point. No, sir. I'm giving you a shortcut. So you can stop the struggle. Huh. By a prophetic ministry. The sons of the prophet of Elisha who went to build an expanded house and lost the accent the accent was recovered by a prophetic ministry. Not by struggle. He threw a stick, stick into water. Water stick went down. Carried metal up. Metal is heavier than stick. I mean, come on, come on. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> but it makes God. There's a word that comes per time that may not make sense. Is declared to preserve. To protect, to provide, to open doors. When you receive it by faith, you've struggled for too long. Hook up. Oh, by God's grace, I don't like to be on the spotlight. But you know what? For the sake of those I'm sent to, who need to be delivered, I must tell you the way it works. That's the way it works. <laughs> a child who sees the father only as father and not spiritual father will not go far. It's just father. You get father's blessings. Have biological sons and daughters. If that's all they see about me, they'll get food, covering, protection, parenting. But there are battles that they need the oil of the apostle to walk in their lives. Say, daddy, pray with me. You're my spiritual father. I said, okay, let's go. <laughs> Otherwise, just daddy, daddy, and, daddy and sons and daddy and daughters. That's your revelation. And nothing wrong with that. That's where you are. Friendship and many years. It's okay. <laughs> Virtue flows in the direction of honor. Sense of value you place on something, on someone, determines what virtue will get to you. This one is a, is a message on its own. 
Mala mfua. Yade. Sanu. Kware kwa. Gaskia. Wayo. Bangidiala. Wana gaskia kina. Hallelujah. Give me seven fire baptized. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, Rajik. Come on, Rajik. Come on, Rajik. Come on, Rajik. Come on. Clap your hands, all ye saints. Shout to your God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Beloved, glory is at the door. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He hasn't brought you this far. To leave you. You've been through too many processes in life. Valleys and mountains and twists and turns and curves. You're too close to allow carelessness. To make you miss this glory we can smell. I mean, you can smell the water. You can smell the rain. You can tell we are, we are, we are gradually touching some things in the realm of the spirit. Propose in your mind that God brought you to be a part of this family. You will not allow carelessness, laziness, lethargy, lack of willingness to invest time in prayer, in commitment, dedication, devotion to make you miss this possible lifetime glory. Numbers 14, 21. He said, as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. He's his, his, his mind is made up. But whether you and I will be a part of the glory, it's another thing. Let me give you a picture of the church in the day and age we live. And I read this in the video. Isaiah 2, verse 2 to 3, in the New Living Translation. Beautiful picture of the end time church. Wow, I love this. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house will be the highest of all. The most important place on earth. That's a church. It will be raised above the other hills. And people from all over the world will stream. Whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, they will stream. <laughs> They will stream there to worship. People from many nations will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of Jacob's God. There will he teach us his ways and we will walk in his paths. For the Lord's teaching will go out from Zion his word will go out from Jerusalem. Beloved, I don't know about you. I desperately desire to be a part of this church that God said he's raising in this day and age. The generations of old, they, they looked into the future. And they desired to be born in the day you and I are born. To be a part of what is happening in the nation of the world. 
We can't be careless. No, sir. Whatever it takes, whatever prayer, whatever sacrifice, whatever giving, whatever attendance, whatever diligence, to be a part of this, we should say, man, I want it. And I'm willing to commit to meeting the requisite conditions for it. In the course of teaching, I said to you that there are conditions that are necessary for revival to come. In 1 Kings 18, 38, the Bible says, after Elijah had done certain things, repairing the broken altar, building a new altar, put 12 stones in place, put a sacrifice on the altar, and so on and so forth. Then the fire fell from heaven. The word there means on the condition that certain things were done in place, then the fire will fall. The fire of revival, the fire of glory is waiting for you and I to meet certain conditions. My kotapanata. A life of consecration. A life of prayer. A life of striving to make God your one thing. As the psalmist says, one thing do I desire, one thing will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord and inquire of his temple. Psalm 2, 7 verse 4. A man and a people of one thing. A people of the kingdom. Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and then these things the Gentiles are going crazy over. They will follow you. Listen, they say an easier way to prosper in this life Make Jesus your number one. Things will follow you. You command things because you're pursuing Christ. Oh yeah. It is so. It is so. It is so, sir. Things will begin to fall to you as the Bible declares in Psalm 16 verse 6 or 7 that the lines will fall upon you in pleasant places. Pleasant places. There's a blessing for obedience. There's a blessing for followership. L let me tell you this. Let me tell you. Time will tell in this church those who are doing this thing for real. It's already telling, sir. Who are really here for real? Who is not another alternative? Not a get rich, get rich, get quick rich scheme. No, not to get along. No, sir. Who are really panting after God. As the psalmist declared, as the deer pants after the water. So that my heart long for you. Those who really are panting, man, he is going to load you. Huh. I, I, you know, with all of I'm shouting duty, you know what? I can tell you on a good note. There are those who are not listening to me. I'm, I know it's in my spirit. Ironically, right? They are, they are, they are shouting, mm, I'll get you in topic. I'm uncomfortable. I'll get, move on, move on, move on, move on. I beg, I beg, move, move on. I won't move on. I won't move on. I'll stay here. You know, the thing I love about what God has done for me is he win me of design crowd. I love people. But I'm not moved by crowd. Oh no. Oh no. He's helped me to be content. I wouldn't change how I pray 
on GPPA because I want to draw crowd. Never, by God's grace. Never. I'll pray those prayers that will prick your heart, remind you of hell, of heaven, of eternity, and you can jump to where I want to jump to. That's your business. I have one followership. I have Christ. I'm following. It's okay. Follow me as I follow Christ. You don't follow me, that's your cup of tea. I'm very content. I've lived in one house for 18, 16 years. A senior pastor of a church before and where I am today. It doesn't... Mm, it's, not, it's a house. It has to work in. It's working. I'm, I'm glad I even have a house. Some don't have a way to sleep. They are squatter to squatter squatter. I'm happy. By God's grace, contentment. My wife, content. I'm not saying this to brag. In the years I've married this woman, I've never been stressed to buy gold, to buy car, to buy... To, no, never. That's a gospel truth. If you're clapping, clap properly. Some husbands are crying right now. Hey, I want to marry her. You can't marry her. It's too late. She's your mother. You can't marry your mother. I don't know who you married though. That's who God gave me as a gift. Never be stressed. The car she's driving, I bought as a gift almost 10 years ago. At her 40th. And I've determined, oh God, before 50, surely, Abba, this girl has tried. Abba, 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 10 years, Abba, Abba. Baba God, help me now to upgrade this car. I don't know who you're married to, but I have rest. Ah, how did I get here? What brought me here again? What was I seeing? Eh? Reviver, reviver. Jehovah is law. Ask the Lord to give you a grace for contentment. That's a point there. <laughs> it, it, Pastor Ify, when you're contented, you sleep well low. Honestly, I'm under no pressure to be the pastor of the biggest church, the pastor who takes prayer and his biggest followership. Honestly, honestly, Gaskia, no pressure. Just, I'm just going. If people are saying, why don't you do this? Do this, do this, do this. Yeah, I will do the one that my conscience can do. But to change my sound, God gave me, just to widen the gate to Fiaqua. Bam, 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 bam. God alone called. God I will answer to. Not people, not crowd. There's a broad way. Hosea 6. Please, I want to invite you to midweek service on Wednesday. And I'm scanning to see those who are here today. And I will scan on Wednesday. Uh, I may release fire and brimstone. <laughs> if I don't see you there. And there's no reason why you shouldn't be there. Except there's a valid coding excuse. You grab your Bible to church on Wednesday. You can appear and meet in CBN. TBN, whatever it is. Because there's money to get there. There's much more than money in God's presence. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. And it's right hand what they are playing forevermore. Something about gathering. I know the online is wonderful for those who generally can be here. There are those who are begging to be here. 
But they can't. Distance, time, barrier. But you live in this town. You are just a Sunday, Sunday Christian. It's a dangerous thing you're doing to yourself. Let's maximize the blessing of online ministry, but it shouldn't tamper with our intense work with God. No, sir. There's a place for that. Where will it be on Wednesday? It's the only five central church. Okay. Hosea 6, 1 to 3. Revival is here again. Come, let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn and he will heal us. He hath smitten and he will bind us up. After two days will he, what? Revive us. Say with me, revive us. In the third day he will raise us up. And we shall live in his sight. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that we will live in the sight of the Lord forever and ever? In his glory, in his presence, that's where we belong. In his sight forever. Hallelujah. Can somebody bless the Lord for 30 seconds? For his presence, for his glory, for his power. Kondagaba. He declared he will never leave you. Kombaya. He will never forsake you. Can you bless him? Oh boy, oh boy. What is man that that one mindful of him? The son of man that you choose to visit him. Can somebody bless the Lord? Kandaya. If God be for you, Kamboka, who can be against you, Rajik? Bless him, bless him, bless him. He opens his hands, he satisfies the desire of every living flesh. We shall live in his sight forever. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning. Mm. And he shall come unto us as the rain, as a latter and former rain unto the earth. Beloved, mm. repentance, please listen carefully. Let me maximize the next five, six minutes. Repentance is a key element of attaining and achieving revival. Repentance. Wow. As important, please listen carefully, as a subject matter of repentance is to Christianity, many really don't understand what repentance means. At the best, something, some think is just an emotion that rises when you've done something wrong and you feel bad. Repentance may go with emotions or not go with it. Repentance is beyond emotions or grip or, or, or um, being. Uh, guilt, 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 guilt trip. That's what I'm looking for. Beyond that. You can be sincerely remorseful, but if you've not followed through, remorse 
to the elements that have to do with repentance, you haven't repented as far as God is concerned. So he said in our text, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, 15, that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, number one, pray and seek my face, hear what? Turn from their wicked ways. That word turn is to repent. Wow. I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. So God is not only expecting you and I to humble ourselves, to pray, but he's waiting for you to actually turn. That turn is to make a 180 degree or round, not roundabout, 180 degree turn from where you are headed to where you should head to. Ah, help me, Lord Jesus. Repentance is the first and the foundational move of anyone who will successfully return to God. You can't gain access to God except you repent. Wow. You hear me? Ah, yeah, yeah. Once you understand that to be true, when you came to the altar, Jesus, forgive me, come into my heart, be my Lord and my Savior, and in your mind, you repent to God born again. That's fine. But you see, a closer examination of repentance will show you that repentance is not something that happens once and for all. No, sir but something that happens consistently and continually from when you gave your life to Christ to when you see Jesus Christ. Oh boy. Did, did this get to you? Being service on Wednesday, we'll go further. Let me say it again. Repentance is not a once and for all all action. Right? No, sir. It begins there, but it continues all through your life till you see Jesus. Did you hear me? <laughs> now, for a summary, let's try to identify the meaning of repentance. Number one, repentance deals with two major aspects. The New Testament word that speaks of repentance, likely, hear me real good, has to do with a change of mind, a change of thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah. On account of a conviction, your mind changes. You identify that what I am doing, have done, is wrong. And you're willing to change your mind. Whilst changing your mind is important as a first initial move in repentance, repentance is not made complete until action is taken on account of your change in your mind. Wow. So in the Old Testament, likely, that word repent has to do with taking an action from and towards, from and towards, from sin towards God. 
So the full meaning of repentance, beloved, hear me real good, please, is on account of the convicting power of the Holy Ghost. Your mind is confronted <laughs> that this action is wrong. Or better still, this action is wrong. Right? And then you follow through that action or that thought change to action that is right. Let me drop this to you, please. 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 Repentance is a blessing. Does that make sense? I'm not sure it does as much as it should be. Let me say in a way you understand. DOD. Repentance is a gift. Some, God forbid, have lost the gift of repentance. Ask Esau. Ideally, as long as the breath is trapped in your nostrils, you should be able to repent. Pastor Amen. There are people who are married today, sir, with due respect. They are comfortably and conveniently in bed with a woman who is not their wife. And there is no pricking of the heart. Oga, that is near perdition. I'm not saying the sin is the issue. What is the issue is how your heart has been so cold and deadened that you don't know again what is sin. <laughs> hey, Roderick, are you here? This ain't a popular gospel. It makes people uncomfortable. But it's good to be uncomfortable if you're delivered. Delivered. There are people in church who have no iota of the fear of God. How can a girl in church stand here to sing Sunday, Wednesday, yet you are conveniently active sexually? You're single. How, how do you wrap your mind around that? The grace and the gift of repentance is going away. Hey! Manono, ifata, ebege, abrakata. May the Lord send shock waves into your soul to wake you up from that bed of affliction. In the name of the Lord. Your fear shouldn't be HIV or cancer. Your fear is hell. Say, don't fear those who can only kill the body only. Fear the God who can cast your soul to sure hell. In our churches, there's all kinds of hippopery. From pupit to pew. Because people lack the stamina to preach this. They are scared people will run away. If this makes you run, you better run. Run, baby, run. Because the fire will increase. Run! In the past sermons you've heard all your, all your life, nothing made you run from sin. It made you calm. You are enjoying sin. Motivation, seven steps, 20 steps to your lover. 
Three to your breakthrough. Seven to becoming the best. Best of what? God has no business making you a best. He wants to kill your flesh. That's the message of the cross. To kill you. Kill your pride and arrogance. Kill you. Kill your earthly carnal desires. That's the ministry of the cross. The cross is a miracle. The only thing that can kill the flesh is a cross. But here people are packaging self. Self-actualization. Self-will. Self-promotion. Self-aggrandizement. You haven't read your Bible right. Sir, self is designed to die. Kill that stuff with the cross. Unless it takes you somewhere you don't want to go to. Ah, repentance is a gift. It's a blessing. John the Baptist preached repentance. Jesus preached repentance. The apostles preached repentance. And if you think this is old school gospel, listen. Take a journey to the last book of the Bible. Revelation 2 and 3. Jesus, the head of the church, after resurrection, wrote to seven churches. Five out of seven, he demanded, repent or perish. That's why you've been playing around sin. You haven't heard this kind of message before. Or usually. People pray. Breakthrough, break out. Your soul is going where you don't want it to go to. Wake up! Smell the coffee. You're sliding. You're dying. May this send shockwave to those online. Hearing this preacher. Repent or perish. In the words of Jesus, look at him. Pastors, repent. You deserve visibility, deserve popularity, deserve face time on the light on the stage. Repent. Leaders, you want to be pampered and petted. Repent. There's a sin of commission. There is a sin of omission. We talk about the sin of commission, what we have done wrong. But we oftentimes don't remember. The Bible says in James, I believe 417 there about, that to know what is right and not to do it, it is sin. <laughs> oh, Jesus. As we worship this morning, just ask the Lord for mercy and grace upon your soul. Humble yourself. Pray. Turn! 180 degrees. Let the Holy Ghost bring a spotlight to the areas that need repentance. I'm not just preaching to you. I'm preaching to myself. Rise up on your feet. Roger can harm. Before House of Judah will lead us in five minutes, can you ask the Lord to forgive you? Any area at all, you've missed the mark. Very simple, Lord, forgive me. I take cover under the blood of Jesus, the cleansing power. Please pray for one minute. Talk to your God for one minute. 
Bakupa. Ask the Lord to inject into your soul reverence of fear that will make you depart from iniquity. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic.org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.